This is The Immigrant View, a podcast for immigrants by immigrants. Welcome to the show. The Immigrant View is brought to you by ImmigrantNetworks.com. On the third Tuesday of every month at 1130, we do a little thing called Welcome to Waterloo. And our good friend Ayo Owaduni, who is a diversity, equity, inclusion and leadership consultant, joins us to talk about life through the eyes of an immigrant in our community. And it has been eye-opening so far, and I have no doubt that we will continue to have our eyes opened through this segment. Uh, It's one of our favorites. We're really glad to have been able to add it to our schedule here on the program. So let's dive in for this month with Io. And and what I wanted to talk about today, Io, was elections, because uh, we are in an election year, provincially coming up in June and then municipally coming up in October. And we know that there is at times a reluctance on the part of newcomers to even enter the political fray. So where do we begin to break down some of those barriers that may be preventing people from even considering running for office? I have a friend who actually studied political science in school. Um, and when he arrived here, he started working in like the financial um, industry. And I said, hey, you went to school for this. You wanted to go into politics. And he said, after what he saw back in his home country, <laughs> that never again would he think about um, going into politics ever in his life. And, and I thought, you know, it, it was it was sad. It, it was sad to hear that. The reality is uh we brought in 401,000 um, foreign permanent residences uh, in 2021, and the number is estimated to go a lot to a lot higher to 411 by 2022. And each year, you bring it. Um, Canada's bringing in a lot more foreigners, a lot more immigrants uh, on a regular basis. These individuals are coming in, and um, there are times where I feel, and I strongly believe that. Um, their voices also need to be heard at the places where decisions are being made. And if you just want to blend in, if you just want to jump into this melting pot um, and not share your perspective and not provide your expertise and not speak up on behalf of your community, there is a part of the community in Canada that is not getting their voices heard, whether that is at a federal level, provincial level, or municipal level. And more immigrants need to stand up, speak up, and um, start speaking not just on behalf of their community, but also on behalf of their constituency. You, you make such a good point about how different politics would be in Canada, for the most part, compared to the country of origin for whomever that newcomer is. I hadn't even thought about it that way. I would have thought there are so many barriers that getting into politics might be one of the last things on your mind or the last hurdles to overcome. But I I didn't even think about how different... I mean, as much as we complain about our politics here, it's in far better shape than it is in many parts of the world. Oh, yes. Uh, You know, there are times when I I tell my friends, uh, you have no idea how good you have it. I, I still personally recall police officer pulling me over uh, with his gun cocked, uh, pointed at me, and was demanding for, for bribe. Um, and it's, if you don't give me something, you're not leaving this place. Um, I still remember um, being on a bus and a police officer beating a driver up because he didn't want to give a bribe. 
I still remember the politicians and the stories and somebody being shot or something happening to one person or another. It's a life or death issue for me in many places around the world because of all the amazing benefits that come with that prestigious position. Um, but it's very different here. However, when immigrants come here, most of the time, most of the time, uh, people shy away from such positions because of the previous experiences, the previous trauma, uh, what they've read about from their countries, and the, all the different stories that they've heard, you know, the civil wars or whatever it might be, or whatever took them away from their country <laughs> as well. So there are times when, because of those past experiences, people don't even want to think about this area. However, we're here to say we need you to think about that area. And for the listeners, we need you to encourage immigrants that you're connected with to also think about this if you so feel that these people could add great value to the community. So how do we go about encouraging folks to do this, to step forward and and run for office? Because one of the immediate barriers that I see, aside from the one that you just identified for us, but when we look around council tables here in the region of Waterloo, we certainly don't see people of color widely represented. Absolutely. Uh, there's a great... Um, new non-for-profit that recently started up. Um, I believe it's called So You Think You Can Run Out, or something like that. I don't remember the name right now. Um, they started running sessions for um, members of marginalized communities, just providing ideas and bringing in speakers that could um, uh, train on a regular basis uh, so that they can start um, showing interest, one, and then also nudging them to, to run. One of the big questions that has come up regularly in those meetings, and I've been a part of those meetings as well, has been, you know, people don't know what it takes. Number one, people uh, people are not sure, will I be invited? Will I be welcomed? Will I be wanted? Uh, and, and those types of questions are coming up. There are people that feel, oh, you need to have a certain type of degree to be able to go in. So there is a lack of information um, on this, and people just feel this is not something for me. It is for an elite class somewhere else um, that is qualified to do this. So I think providing that information for people, I think listeners, you know, uh, challenging those that they know. If you know someone that has the, uh, that you feel could run, has the leadership qualities, has the ability to speak up, whether it's at the office space, um, has the uh, has the ability to connect with multiple stakeholders at the same time. Those are great examples. Those are people that have the uh, that already have those um, talents in them, and basically we just need to direct them in the right path. I've had people that have done this for me. Hey, you need to meet this person. You need to sit with this person and have a conversation. Here are some books that you need to start reading. Uh, these are things that you can start doing to start expanding your mind. So that when the time truly comes for you, then you can run. The thing that holds people back as well, Mike, is um, you have to be a citizen to run. And many people are just at the permanent resident status. And uh, between when you get your permanent residency and you get citizenship, there's a time between that. It could be five years. It could be longer for some people um, as well. It could be three years as well, just depending on what the, the, the law is pertaining to how you came in. So there are people that automatically just cut themselves out and say, oh, I'm not a citizen. I can't run. 
That is true. But what can you do while you're waiting? You can join a political party as a permanent residence. You can vote um, for that member of parliament uh, for them to be the ones to um, to lead the community. Yes, uh, or your constituency, rather. You can join a board of a political party as well. You can do so many things and be an influence and you're learning and you're supporting and you're providing um, your expertise as well while you're trying to figure out, you know, which where do I land in all of this? I spoke to the uh, four parties. I asked a lot of questions while I was doing my search in terms of which political party uh, that I want to be a part of. I went online. I read um, their stance on different multiple areas. And by the way, there's more than five. There are like a, over 100 different areas and stance. And you need to be, try to be aware of some of those things. And which where do you line up? Uh, there's a member of parliament that I really know uh, that um, – says the statement, and I really love it. It doesn't matter which party you, you join. Join a party and get involved. And when you get involved, your voice will be heard, and you're going to speak on behalf of your constituents. But if you don't get involved, nothing is going to happen. Social media is a great place to air your views. It's not going to change things. you got to get get outside of social media and do something. It's really interesting, Io, that you brought up the permanent resident versus uh, Canadian citizen piece, because this was just brought to my attention in the past week, uh, connected to a different conversation. But uh, a gentleman who is from Britain and now lives in Waterloo Region is not yet a Canadian citizen. And he suggested that we fast track the immigration process to become a full-fledged Canadian citizen so that people like him can have their voices heard politically. Because as it stands right now, one in four people living in this region is an immigrant. And those numbers are only going up when you look at overall immigration targets. So we're really developing a community where 25 to 30 percent of us are newcomers. And yet those voices, because of how long it takes to become a full-fledged Canadian citizen, those voices are not being heard politically yet. You're, you're very right. And in addition to that, uh, people within the first five years usually are going through their transition phase where they're looking for a job that matches their previous role from uh, their previous country. They're trying to survive, trying to find their way uh, around the system, uh, trying to understand the system, uh, trying to grow and develop within the system, raise their children. So, there are times where I would say when you look at the uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the first few years, individuals are still in the beer bottom, just um, the, the bottom three areas, rather. When you start looking at uh, politics, you're looking at belonging, you're looking at self-actualization, you're looking further up uh, in the hierarchy of needs. But many times at the beginning, people are just trying to survive and understand how they can make it from day to day uh, without getting fired at their jobs you know, or getting promoted and being able to pay their bills and those types of things. However, three, four years in, uh, once you start accomplishing those things and then you start looking at that next level of belonging and of, you know, um, connecting with people of similar values and, uh, okay, now it's time for me to do more than just work and make a living. Now I want to be able to give and have that sense of fulfillment in my community 
this is a great opportunity. So, yes, I, I, I want to also acknowledge, I've forgotten the name of the person uh, this morning. I'm forgetting all sorts of things this morning, Mike. <laughs> um, uh, he's a member of the Waterloo Regional, um, I believe, councillors, and a, and, a, and a motion was raised in Waterloo Region uh, to have uh, people with permanent residencies be able to um, run for office. And it was passed in Waterloo Region, I believe, and uh, the goal was now to start speaking at the provincial level for there to be some sort of clearance, allowance, approval for such a thing could happen, uh, I believe, in Ontario. I don't know how long that is going to take. I don't know all the laws behind that, but I want to acknowledge that person because I remember they sent me a message once saying, hey, we are currently doing this for the immigrant community. So whomever you are, I'm sorry. It's kind of early this morning. Mike got me at the wrong time, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for how far you have taken things. Uh, so there are conversations that are already happening in that space. Um, but for the immigrants listening and for the Canadians that are also listening, identify those in your community that have the talent and let's start pushing them in the right direction. Uh, so that they can start getting involved. Uh, they can they can start representing that 20% uh, that are not necessarily getting their voices heard at this point. And it's also an opportunity, Mike, and you do this a lot, um, sharing the values of the Canadian community. You know, hey, this is what we believe in. This is what we stand for. This is what we love as Canadians. That gives that immigrant an opportunity to hear what... Um, true values of Canadians are, uh, also the conflicting values, also helping them understand what's going on right now um, in our country. And it gives them an opportunity to learn that uh, as well, bring their values and also share their values as well. So now you have people that are going into the political system that have a better understanding of what we truly stand for as a country. And maybe the the message in all of this, Io, is for us to kind of look around our own circle of social connections and maybe find somebody who we know their voice could be really valuable and, and they might just be reluctant to share that voice. But if we begin to include them in some things, then they'll find that voice and, and ultimately, you know, through those connections, maybe end up doing the very thing that we're talking about, and that is deciding to run for office at some point. Absolutely. You don't need to have a Ph.D. to run for office. You don't need a master's degree in political science to run for office. And I've had I've heard people say this many times. And, and uh, there are people that don't have those degrees that are doing that. They're representing their community. If you have a love for your community, you understand how the system works. Um, you're passionate about serving people. Um, and you want to do this as a way to give back to your community, then please sign up. I always appreciate your perspective on these things. It's another great conversation to have as we are into an election year. Thanks very much for joining us again this morning. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Why don't you do us a favor and share this podcast with a friend or colleague? The Immigrant View is brought to you by ImmigrantsNetworks.com. Hi, I'm Nick Narani, founder and CEO of Immigrant Networks. Listen, if you're an immigrant or an international student looking to find a job and expand your network in Canada, Immigrant Networks is for you. Immigrant Networks, we say networking to get working. 
It is a community built by immigrants just like you to help you overcome one of the biggest challenges that immigrants have when they come here and that is finding and retaining a job. Visit our website today and get matched within days with someone from your profession and learn and grow. Immigrant Networks. Networking to get working. Music provided by bensound.com.